Hi, I'm Natalie Sisson, an entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker, host of this untapped podcast, and a lover of handstands and dogs. I've spent over a decade building successful businesses I love and teaching others to do the same. I want to help you tap into your unlimited potential and make the income and impact you desire simply by being you. In fact, I'm on a mission to help 1,000 women earn at least $10,000 a month and contribute at least 1% of their revenue to causes that they truly care about so that together we can create a ripple effect in this world. So if that sounds like you and you're on board to learn how to make the mindset shifts you need to have the business success you want and the lifestyle that you desire, then this is the podcast for you. So some time back, I had one of my beautiful 10K Club members just email me about a conversation that they had with a hard-nailed businessman where he basically gave her really unsolicited advice that she should stop selling courses, start going into coaching, and make things happen. It really threw her, and she sort of emailed me saying, am I in the right place? Am I doing the right thing? And I just went back with two really simple questions, which were, okay, I actually shot her a loom, which is one of my favorite tools. It's amazing. So I shot her a quick screen share over the top of her email, and I asked her two questions. Did this person, I'm going to call them a person for now rather than a douchebag, oops, did they or do they have experience in the business that you were in? Do they have success in it? Are they speaking from a place of expertise and credibility? And two, did you ask for their advice? (laughs) That's all I asked, because if not, then you can go tell them to take a flying leap for all they care. I never want advice from somebody who has never been in my position, never been through the experience that I'm going through, and also hasn't had any results or success in the business or the project or the lifestyle choice that I've decided to take, right? So this applies across anything, not just business, but particularly business. And there's good reason for that. Why would I hire a coach who had no experience in what I was doing? Because how are they supposed to advise me on what I could be doing better if they haven't been there, done that? You don't always need the exact same industry or the exact same experience, but you do need to be coming from a place of wisdom And actually having been there, done that in a way that they can speak with credibility and authority and insight to help you out. That's what mentors do. That's what coaches do, right? And then the second one is, and we've all done it. I give unsolicited advice often. I'm much better at these days, but I go into coaching mode and I'm like, oh, would you mind if I shared what I think you could do here? And I always do ask though, you know, like I might start and I'll be like, no, actually, hang on. Would you like some advice? Otherwise, just happy to hear you out, right? And nine-tenths of the time, people are like, yes, I'd love some freaking advice. But I only offer up advice and things that I know something about. I'm not going to start talking about physics and what they should be doing to make sure that their project works better. But I have no idea. Well, I quite liked physics at school, but that is not my expertise. I'm not going to tell a builder how to build a tiny house. I'm not going to tell a, a plumber how to fix my bathroom tap when they come round. I'm not going to tell a retail expert how to fit out their shop because that's not my background, even if I think I might be really good at it. I'm not going to tell an interior designer that I think my design style is better than theirs. Well, I might, but that'd be pretty weird. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not my place. I don't have any direct experience in that. I'm not. I don't have any skills in that. It's not something I've done for a lifetime. And I really just have no business in getting in their business. But 
I will offer advice and often ask if somebody would like advice, if it's something I can directly help them with. Turns out there's quite a lot that I can help people with, especially in the business space. But there is nothing that pisses me off more than somebody coming in and going, oh, you know what you should do? You should be doing this. And I'm like, oh, and who are you? Well, I'm a baker from down the street. Well, that's great, Miss or Mr. Baker. But we're talking about online businesses here right now. And I don't think I need your advice. And so she came back to me and she said, yeah, he actually does have experience in some of this. But no, I did not ask for the advice. This particular person was talking about a topic that was interesting to her, but wasn't actually really what she was there for. And second, what I found amazing is she went on to say that the things that he suggested she do were all about making money. And interestingly, that's not her why. That's not what lights her up. She had other things that she wanted to achieve. She wanted to create a community and a platform, and she wanted to do more speaking and writing and podcasting. And was really there because she's made money in her business, in her business with her partner. And it just was like not the be all and end all for her. And this douchebag hadn't even asked what her why is or what lights her up or why she's doing what she's doing. He just went in there like a freaking bull in a china shop with I know best for you and here's what it is and you shall listen and embarrassed her or put her on the spot. I just have no time for that. Jen just non-specific at all, right? I have no time for that from people. And it is why I wrote in my book, Suck It Up Princess, about ignoring the naysayers, which are typically people who are your friends and family, who give you advice about something you're doing that there's like, you really shouldn't be starting that business, or have you thought about why you're buying that car, or do you really want to buy that house, or should you be going out with that guy? Those people who have maybe your best intentions at heart, but if they really had your best intentions at heart, they'd shut up. Or they'd ask you questions before they gave you advice. So I'm just going to head to this chapter. It's called Ignore the Naysayers. And I'm just going to read a little bit of it because this is something I really, really advocate for, right? (laughs) Ah, It's funny. I'm even reading the chapter and (laughs) I'm laughing at how riled up I was when I wrote the chapter. So I'm just going to read a little bit of it. The real reason people are naysayers, people who try to squish your hopes and dreams before you've even had a chance to pursue them, are not outright total pricks. What they are, though, is projecting their own hopes and fears onto you. They see you being brave and wanting to start something new or take a leap of faith, and they want to protect you from getting hurt. So they decide hurting you early on is a great idea, because that will deter you from doing what you want. Not ideal, I know, but it seems logical to them. Nine times out of ten, a naysayer is wanting to protect you. My advice is to go easy and break it to them gently that you're going to do this regardless. If they don't want to support you, that's their choice, but they can get out of your damn way so you can go galloping off on your trusty steed to the adventure that awaits you. I got all caught up in medieval fairy tale there, but you get my gist. The other one time out of ten, they're just being a total meanie. (laughs) They might be jealous because you're doing something they told themselves long ago they weren't capable of. They might be the most cynical person in the world because nothing has ever gone their way. They made this their reality, by the way, so why should you have all the fun? The next time a well-intentioned but pain-in-the-ass friend or family member tells you all about the reason the thing you want to do is not going to work out, ask whether they have experience in this area. For example, you. I'm going to start a new fitness business and help women who want to train for triathlons get into peak shape. Them. Oh, I don't know about that, love. I mean, you've only just got your personal trainer qualification. You need some practical experience first. You can't just start a business. Plus, personal trainers don't typically earn that much. Why don't you get a job in law like you wanted to as a kid? That pays well, and it's a reputable profession. 
Your two options to respond. Option one, stomp your feet, get angry and tell them to piss off. They don't know what they're talking about. This probably won't help anybody and it's likely a triggered response to a lifetime of being told what you can and can't do. Option two, genuinely thank them for their opinion and their concern, then get curious about why they're saying this. For example, thanks dad. The thing is, you know I've been passionate about health and fitness since I was a kid and you know I've been competing in triathlons for years and how much joy, confidence and awesome friends it's brought me. You also know I've been wanting to start a business where I'm fully independent to do the work I love, earn what I'm worth and work with people I really want to help. I've done my research and there's a local gym happy to have me base myself out of their offices. Monthly rental costs is tiny compared to me finding my own place. Plus, I'll be in the perfect place to get in front of the clients I want to help most. There's only upside here. So you have no need to be concerned. You raised me to be a great kid and now I'm going to continue being a great adult. Watch and see. I got this. More importantly, I'll do even better in business with your full support and blessing behind me. If you got this far, well done. They're listening. If they then open their mouths to object again, simply say, look, I'm passionate about this and excited. I thought you'd be happy for me. However, if you'd rather sit there and tell me otherwise, then know this. I won't be needing any further advice, in inverted commas, from you. I'll turn to people who have actual experience in starting and growing a business. Then turn and walk away. Granted, you won't get this right every time. It won't go as you planned in the dialogue you're having in your head right now. But know that by keeping calm, being compassionate yet firm with them, and showing them you're going ahead anyway, they will eventually come round. And you know what? If they don't, then they're really not the support person you need in your life. And you can just tell them to give you some space. So I hope that was helpful. If you want more great advice like that, then I advise you to pick up a copy of my book that I'm really proud of, and that is changing people's lives, called Suck It Up, Princess. Real life strategies to be the heroine you already are and have the money, success, and life you deserve. You can get it at many good bookstores, online, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can see it on Goodreads. You can read reviews in all sorts of places. But you can also go to nataliesisson.com forward slash princess. And there I have all the places that you can buy it. I have amazing reviews and testimonials. I have people who have sent in selfies of them with the book. If you haven't yet, please do that. I have media and just all sorts of cool things on there. So if you can't find it, go to nataliesisson.com forward slash princess and there shall be an answer. And I really hope that you go forth this week, tap into your potential, ignore the naysayers and have a freaking amazing week. You're the best. <laughs>